Hello, this is Landon Price, and I'm with the Bethlehem COVID cast. Uh, just in case you don't know what it is, it's just a little thing where we interview people about how their COVID experience was, and it's meant to build like community and show that we're all going through this together. And I, um, my interview was with Mr. Schoenfelder. He is a teacher at St. Joseph's School. And I wanted to pick, I picked him because first of all, he was one of my favorite teachers back when I was in middle school. And he does a lot of work with the homeless, like a lot. And with St. Vincent de Paul and just providing stuff for people that need it. And I thought it'd be interesting to, you know, ask about how the virus and the pandemic and stuff affected that. And so he talks a lot about how all this stuff affected him and how he actually knew somebody that got COVID and how it like hits a little close to home when people don't wear their masks. But with that being said, I'll let you guys listen to the interview. Um, thank you for listening. So, hello, Mr. Shoalzelder. Good to see you again, Landon. Miss you. Good to see you, too. Um, so, the first question was, what, what, what did you do before the pandemic? We were um, uh, uh, very involved in our church. Uh, my wife and I are... We, we usually participate in every mass in some way, whether it's ushers, lectors, uh, we, but we're very active in our church. We're active in ministries where we uh, take food and personal care items to the homeless, where we help people out through our St. Vincent de Paul Society with food and furniture uh, donations. And um, I, also, I also teach, so I was able to, uh, I, uh, t- was teaching at the beginning of the uh, uh, in March before everything changed. And you taught online school. We've heard from a lot of students about how online school was for them, but from a teacher, how was online? Well, it was. I'm not a. I'm a big fella, but I'm a technical smurf. So, I, I struggled with some of the technology where I was at. And even though I have decent internet service, I had a couple of times where I was doing a presentation and my internet, my home internet went down. So while I was trying to teach the kids, all of a sudden I disappear uh, in the middle of a class. And, and sometimes it came back quickly, but the kids were kind of like, well, that's it. Uh, you know, how long do we wait here? And sometimes it wouldn't come back for an hour. So I had a couple of times when my internet service uh, interrupted our, our instruction. And it was, uh, especially in my class where I do a lot of lecture, where I, I we do work from the book, but I talk a lot and I share some of the personal experience. It is very different trying to do that through a computer screen uh, than it is person to person. Okay, and you said it a second ago, but we all know that you're very involved with the homeless and St. Vincent de Paul and stuff. How did that change when the pandemic was like incurred? When When it first started out, because we did not know a lot about how to protect ourselves and how to protect them, the homeless ministry, uh, we actually stopped serving that for three months. So we did not go out on Wednesday nights and, and take them food and personal care items uh, for three months. Our St. Vincent de Paul Society, instead of doing home visits and, and uh, to meet with people and talk about their issues, we were doing it all over the phone. We also, when we would do food deliveries, 
we would not take the food into the house. We'd put it on their front step. And so, so you'd think, well, people are still getting food, but sometimes we were delivering food to boxes of food to 70 and 80 year old people. And now they've got to take a couple of cans at a time into their house and that type of stuff because we couldn't take it in. And we, any furniture deliveries we did, again, we would deliver it to the front uh, doors, but we would not go into people's homes to pick up donations. So our donations really slowed down. We didn't have that much furniture. And when we did get furniture, we would only drop it off at their front door. We would not take it in the house. And sometimes the people needed it taken to a second floor. We just couldn't do that. So uh, they were responsible for having to move it from there. That doesn't sound very good. It, it wasn't for, for so many people. people. It wasn't for the elderly people, for uh, uh, you know, folks that had health issues. I had one, one lady that I was taking care of at the time. She's getting around on a walker. And uh, to just to to then take her food, and she has to have both hands to, on her walker to be able to get around. So I would I would slide it into her living room as far as I could slide it, um, but then she was on her own. It was heartbreaking. So that's how it affected your work and like hobby things. But how was it at where you around where you lived or just at the house? What did you do? Well. It's a mixed bag. Uh, we personally knew several people that got sick and passed away from COVID. Uh, the first person in Floyd County, Southern Indiana, where we lived, the first person that was diagnosed, hospitalized, put on a respirator and passed away, we had known for 20 years since we had been in the area. Uh, so it, it hit home uh, pretty hard for us in terms of knowing some of the people that were not only seriously sick, but actually passed away. Uh, and, and the first gentleman that passed away, he did not, he, while he was elderly, he was extremely active. He was in great physical shape. He was a retired deputy sheriff. Uh, and, uh, it, it just, it didn't care. It didn't care about him. So we knew it didn't care who it was that it inf infected. Uh, so we knew that part. At the same time, my lawn looked better than it's ever looked. Uh, my, my neighbor's lawn looked very good because he was a, uh, he was someone that had to go to work every day. And as a matter of fact, he started working 14, 16 hour days. So I was taking care of his lawn as well. Uh, and we were expecting a, our first ever grandbaby. So I built two dressers and bookcases uh, and a uh, window seat and put f to put in her nursery. My wife Karen and I had done a very, very good job of not going anywhere, not going anywhere. We had people that uh, we would go through the Kroger checkout to be able to get our food. We wouldn't go in the stores. We wouldn't go anywhere. I had already bought all the wood supplies that I needed to build what I needed to do. So after a couple of uh, weeks after our granddaughter was born and we had done a very, very good job of being quarantined, we were allowed to go and help our daughter and her husband, Elliot and Amanda Mattingly in Bardstown here. We were able to come down and stay with them and help them. Uh, help them when the middle of the night, Karen had second shift, I had third shift to get up and, and uh, rock and, and feed the baby. So we all tried to help them and we would be in Bardstown 
uh, several days a week to be able to help them. And when we went back to Southern Indiana, we went nowhere. We went into our house or to our yards uh, and we would not go out. So in, in my wife, because her work was uh, shut down, she was available to be uh, able to go help uh, Amanda and Elliot so very much. So that was a positive thing that came out of it for us very selfishly. We were able to give a lot of our time uh, to help Amanda and Elliot as they welcomed their little baby Cecilia at home. Congratulations. And I know you said how you knew somebody that actually had passed from COVID. So I know it's very real to you, but how do you feel about the people that don't take it seriously and just kind of do whatever they want? I, I, I uh, tell people all the time that we are a product of our environment. Uh, uh, in my life, uh, I, I worked at a chemical plant where I had to wear masks a lot. I had to wear face masks all the lot. I had to wear face masks much more restrictive than these cloth masks. And I would, we were in an unair conditioned plant. So even in the middle of July, when it is 100 degrees out and humid, we had to wear Tyvek suits, which are waterproof. They won't let water in, but they don't let sweat out. And we had to wear full face masks, uh, very restrictive. So to some extent, wearing a mask, I, I was conditioned to it. I understood that it was a tool. I understood that it would keep me safe because I had had that experience. By knowing someone that had passed away uh, that, that was in very, very good help. Actually, I knew three people uh, pretty close that had passed away from it. And... Uh, so knowing those people had passed away and knowing the care that they had received, uh, I, I, I knew it was very real. Some other people, though, good friends of mine who uh, did not know people that had passed away, actually didn't even know anybody that had become sick from it um, and just felt that whenever they wore a mask that they couldn't breathe. Uh, you know, they are a product of their environment. They're making their decisions. So I, I, I am tolerant of that. Uh, uh, I hope they never meet, I hope they never know someone who gets sick or passes away from it. I hope that's the way that they live the rest of, you know, their, their experience with this uh, pandemic. Uh, uh, I'm tolerant of it, but I, I, I know and I hope and pray that they don't have to learn the hard way from it. Does it make you sort of angry in a way, almost like they're being extremely selfish by just putting others at risk for not it, it like... I don't know really angry it bothers me uh, it bothers me especially when uh, uh, you know they maybe they they don't get terribly sick but they might expose other people to it but again I, I truly believe it's just a product of their experiences they're not dumb they're very smart they just haven't had the same experiences as other people have to help them shape their decisions on how to take care of others. So I, I, I don't get angry, uh, but I, I hope that they don't have to learn the hard way. Okay. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, that was Mr. Schoenfelder and his pandemic experiences. Uh, it's always good to see you, Landon. I am so glad uh, that everything's going well for you at school and glad to see you're in school. You too, and back to teaching. Amen.
that was my experience with Mr. Schoenfelder, you know, my old teacher. I, I hope you guys thought it was as interesting as I did because I really liked hearing about how the homeless was affected and all the stuff that he does and how that changed when the pandemic came around. Um, feel free to listen to more. There uh, should be a whole list here for the Bethlehem COVID cast. And uh, we hope to see you watching more.